0: Hello, and welcome to the Groovy Writer Podcast, where we explore how to find your writing groove regardless of your circumstances. I'm your host, author, and MFA instructor, Nicole McGinnis. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Well, I am not a very superstitious person in general, but there's something about the number 13, and this is the 13th episode of the podcast, and that number, as it does with many people, I guess, always makes me think about luck, or maybe... It's the lack of luck. Unlucky number 13. Also, St. Patrick's Day was just this past week and I attempted to create a kind of goofy literary four-leaf clover out of a bunch of books, which was fun. And it also got me thinking about luck. So now that the Groovy Writer Podcast officially has a baker's dozen number of episodes, and to sort of offer a counterbalance to that unlucky number 13, I have decided to also incorporate the number seven into today's discussion about seven things that in my opinion, make writers lucky. So let's dive right into it without further ado. Number one, the creative spark. Wherever you believe any kind of spark, especially a creative type of spark originates, whether it's a divine gift, for example, or maybe a product of pure chance, it is, I think, hard to argue against how completely cool it is in general to be a creative person. For one thing, writers are rarely bored. And if we are, it's probably because something has caused us to shut off our imagination for whatever reason. Maybe we're exhausted, maybe we're stressed, there's all sorts of different things. But if you're a writer, even something as horrible as sitting at the DMV waiting for your number to be called, which is frankly, one of the most dreadfully boring and awful tasks that I can even think of, even something like that, can actually provide a great opportunity to people watch, for example, or to think about a work in progress or a work yet to be in progress. In my experience, the creative spark, the specific one that writers have, also tends to make them able to think about things in interesting ways. And as a result, I think, I'm not very objective here, but I think we tend to be pretty interesting people. We're able to think outside the box in some thought-provoking ways that can make for great conversation. Of course, many writers tend to be on the introverted side, not to overgeneralize, but that does tend to be the case, I think. So you may need to get to know a writer a bit before discovering their mind, so to speak, and the things they might talk about in interesting ways, the interesting ways they see things. So that creative spark is just And this list is in no particular order, by the way. But to me, that's one of the very coolest things about being a writer for a number of reasons. Another thing that I think makes writers lucky is item number two in our list. And that is the fact that almost every writer I know has an open mind. This is kind of a general term. And when I say an open mind, I'm not trying to imply that each writer doesn't have his or her own unique beliefs, worldviews, social preferences, etc. Different writers are totally different people and they come from all different backgrounds. In order to write well though, I think it's essential to be able to at least imagine a vast array of experiences and attitudes so that we can then turn around as writers and create characters who are compelling and who ring true. Characters who get into all sorts of adventures and misadventures and near misses and scrapes and basically interesting situations that lead to all the sorts of things that make stories great. Conflict and love and wars and all of those timeless storytelling elements. I think, personally, that writers who tend to be extremely rigid in their non-writing lives, in their belief systems, to the point where they won't even entertain the ideas of anyone who might disagree with them, those kind of writers, I think, will likely have a hard time creating characters who come alive on the page. So again, it doesn't mean that writers themselves are these tabula rasas, these blank slates who don't have their own, sometimes very strong opinions on all sorts of things, but that they're able to have a mind that's open enough where they can imagine and create a whole range of experiences and beliefs, etc. And frankly, in this day and age, when There just seems to be so much venom and so much division in public discourse. I really consider those, whether they're writers or not, anyone who has an open mind to not just be, frankly, really needed, but lucky, lucky indeed. Part of having an open mind also means that writers tend to have this, what I think of as sort of this ability to see things in a way that others can't or won't, or maybe just aren't interested in seeing them. I know that I really enjoy this ability, and I'm not alone in this as a writer, but this ability to look at an object or a person or a situation and to almost without thinking about it, imagine the possibilities, create a story about that person or that object or that situation. Many writers from what I've heard from talking to them are so accustomed to creating stories in their heads about things they observe just on a day-to-day basis, nothing particularly noteworthy to most people, but they're so accustomed to creating narratives that it's almost unconscious. They hardly know they're even doing it. So I think maybe the phrase, a capacity for wonder sort of fits here, where you can look at something very ordinary and something that other people might just look right past, and you can be curious enough about it to make up a story. Imagine how it came to be sort of an origin story, something like that. Changing gears... I want to talk next about some of the practical things that make writers lucky. So my number three is the fact that writing does not take up much space and you can do it anywhere. Basically it's a portable endeavor. This is I think great news for all writers whether you're a college student living in a tiny cramped dorm room or maybe you're an older person on the go or maybe you're just someone who prefers to write in a bustling coffee shop or maybe you're someone who prefers to write in a very quiet library type space. As a college student, I used to love to occasionally reserve one of the carols, the study carols in the university library, and it was a completely dedicated, very quiet private space where you could study, you could write, and I thought that was great. So the portability, of being a writer the portability of the writing life in general is just fantastic and personally i feel very lucky to be involved in an endeavor that allows me to take part in it wherever i happen to be and on that note number four in our list is that writing in addition to being portable really when we think about it requires minimal tools like seriously you can be a writer if you have just a pen and some paper On the other hand, there are a billion writing-related products out there for writers who don't consider themselves minimalists and for whom money is not so much an obstacle. There's everything from ergonomic chairs and desks to special pens, keypads. There's even software to help you track progress on that great American novel you're writing. I recently came across a website that sells scarves and gloves and other articles of clothing that have long passages from books printed right on them and I thought those were really cool. My point is regardless of your taste or your budget, if you're looking for interesting, useful or just plain fun writing related stuff, there's likely something out there for you. But to get back to the point of number 4, you don't really need any of that stuff. You literally need something to write with and something to write on. And I'm not sure that can be said about too many other careers and or hobbies. Moving on, the fifth item on our list of what makes writers lucky is the fact that writing is compatible with a wide range of careers and lifestyles for those who don't earn 100 percent of their income from writing and i would venture to say this applies to most writers it's really helpful to know that you can work in basically any field and still be a writer i teach for example as my what i call my day job and this is pretty common to teach, it's a pretty common parallel career for writers. Many of my students are teachers at different levels of the academic spectrum from little kids to high school kids to the university level. So teaching and writing just tend to go very well together and it's a pretty common dual path that I see writers taking. But again, you can do virtually anything to pay the bills and still write. And true, you might not have as much energy or time for the writing as you like at the end of a long workday, but that doesn't change the fact that anyone in basically any job can write. I actually cannot think of an exception. Now, the matter of carving out time and creating some sort of sustainable writing schedule is another issue entirely that I've actually talked about in previous episodes, and I'll likely discuss that in a future episode or episodes as well, because it is an ongoing issue for writers. How do we carve out time? And then how do we use that time in a disciplined way for our writing? But again, I want to stick with our list here. So running sort of parallel with this compatibility concept that I've just discussed leads us to number six, which is this, the writing can be made flexible, for lack of a better word, and it can change as your life situation changes, which it can and likely will, we all know this, the years go by, things change, jobs change, your living situation changes, you might start a family, there's all sorts of things that can happen during one's lifetime. And writing can pretty wonderfully move and flow and change as life changes. So it could be that you find yourself needing to change how you write or where you write or when you write due to some minor or major life change. Or maybe it's more of an issue of just wanting to write in a different genre, a different category that you find interesting, something that's maybe different from what you normally write. I'm actually experiencing this a bit myself lately as I return to trying my hand at short stories. This is something I loved to do for many years, back in really my 20s. And then I became a novelist and I found that I just I don't know, I didn't have time, I didn't really have the inclination to work in shorter form fiction. But I've returned to at least dabbling in it. And it's really, really fun. And it underscores that not only can the writing be flexible, but I'm actually finding that it's really nice to change things up a bit. And I think it's important and good for writers to do this every now and then. I'm finding that doing so is keeping me creatively nimble, in a way that just continuing to write in the same genre again and again might not do now i will always find myself drawn to writing ya fiction i just love the category and i i love the stories i love coming of age stories i can relate to that category but i will say changing things up and going back to different types of short stories has been really fun and i like to think i will be doing this for quite a while I do think it can be a little scary at first to shake things up, especially if you have really found your groove as a writer, as a published writer, especially if you've made money in a certain genre or a certain category, and you've found validation as well, writing a certain type of thing. But while it can be a little scary, perhaps I am finding that it can also be really exhilarating to try something new. And finally, the seventh thing that in my opinion makes writers lucky is this. To call yourself a writer, you literally just have to write. You do not need a degree. You don't need any other special credentials, though of course many writers do pursue these things. But this is not true for other professions such as doctors, contractors, a host of professions actually, where you really do need special certifications or credentials, you need advanced degrees, you need internships, whatever it might be. To call yourself a writer, you literally just have to write. Now, of course, this is deceptively simple, since, quote, just writing proves to be an almost insurmountable roadblock for some would-be writers. It is difficult to just write, as simple as it sounds. You might be able to do it for a while, but eventually many writers find themselves hitting roadblocks, getting distracted. There's all sorts of things that can pull us away from the writing, but that does not take away from the fact that literally, if you can apply the seat of your pants to the seat of the chair, as the old maxim goes, you are a writer. And with that, our list is, well, I won't say complete, but for this episode, that's where I'm gonna wrap it up. And now it's time for the Daily Groove. Today's Daily Groove comes to us from the ancient Roman philosopher Seneca. He was also a prolific writer of several different types of work, including essays, plays, very well-known plays, and of course his philosophical writing, which formed a major part of the foundation of what we now know as Stoicism. So I think we can put some stock in Seneca's claim that, quote, luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. I love this quote, because it returns agency to the individual. In other words, yes, there's luck. Yes, we're very lucky to be writers. And this episode has been a very brief exploration of some reasons why that is the case. But Seneca's mention of preparation means it's not just about waiting to be lucky when it comes to our writing. It's about being an active participant in creating that luck by preparing. And for writers, that means, again, simply writing. Thanks for being here. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Groovy Writer podcast. You can connect with the podcast on my website at NicoleMcInnis.com and on Instagram at the Groovy Writer. The intro and outro music is Retro by Wayne Jones. Until next time, right on, groovy writers, right on.